Okay, forget it. We're not going to wait for Felicia. Let me go yeah. ahead and... Must be um, out there, there hotbox that damn thing. Shh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so where was my little uh, screen there for the three people? Two remote right there. Hi, guys. We're here. And we've got an extreme close-up camera on Andy's face. Hi, Andy. Good. Welcome <gasps> Ooh, to the show tonight. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, welcome it's... to the uh, the Utah Outcast live stream. We're, we're probably going to do a little bit of a shorter one tonight. I honestly... <sighs> I don't want to be here for four hours. The last couple of times we've done shows, we've let them we've let them go a little bit a little bit way too long, guys. So uh, tonight, I'm going to be an absolute clock watcher, and I'm going to stop this when it needs to be stopped. And we're going to keep on trucking no matter what. You know, I'm just going to make sure we get out of here because, man, I want to go to bed. <laughs> it's okay. been one of well, those days. <laughs> well, we'll see. And it's it's me. You want to shut me up? I'm too extreme for your audience no that it? no no that's it's, what's it, going on and it's funny because like i we were talking uh we were talking a little bit in uh twitter dms about the county in which i live in and the utah outcast is produced within davis county and i completely wow. had forgotten because they don't really uh they don't really talk about it in local news here about the fact that this city what? and county uh has essentially banned um any kind of LGBTQ representation, like in school, you're well, not allowed to have like the rainbow yeah. flags. You're not allowed to have the flags of, or shirts or colors of whatever it is that states who and what you are. I mean, mine would be the pan flag. And I, apparently if I took that into my kid's school for a field trip, I could be in trouble. Well, that's because it's the Mormon capital of the world. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Davis and Utah County will will duke it out for who gets to take that over. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But uh, <laughs> Salt Lake uh, sandwich in there is the the nice little, the nice little lake of blue that we have there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and yeah. north and, and don't forget north north Utah. You know, place called Idaho. No, oh. <laughs> you know that that state where you can't get a hospital bed to literally save your life. You know? but you can get literally. a membership in a white in a white supremacist group. No, 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 no. They're not that anymore. They're sovereigns. No, not even sovereign citizens. What no, the, no. What do they even call themselves nowadays? The uh, the bunny folks. No, I mean they no. always have been that. But I'm just trying to think of what they consider constitutionalists. Is is that what they kind of yeah. consider Constitu themselves? It, 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 it depends on the group. Cult of Trump. Yeah, that's there you go. That's that's, pretty, that's a good general <laughs> term. Please. But the funny thing is, like most of those guys don't really like trump it's just an efficacious way to get your messaging across you know yeah 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 well, well go ahead go i ahead saw our, i go saw a goddamn bobblehead on the truck on the the dashboard of a trucker today that was driving past me it wasn't like a trucker it was like an in-state guy not a semi but just you know a guy doing in-state cargo runs and stuff and i was just like son of a bitch really like like really? I, i've never i've never liked a political figure enough to like Wear a shirt emblazoned with it or to no. buy a flag that says right. what the person is. Or I don't even if they gave out like the free bumper stickers, I've never, you know, endorsed someone hard like that before. Like they'll get my vote. They'll get me talking about them, but I'm not going to muck up my personal stuff by putting your yeah. stupid name on it. You know, I even have problems wearing this sometimes because I'm like Stark Industries was a Absolute uh. terror organization for a lot of people in the world <laughs> in the Marvel universe. You know, you wouldn't yeah. have Scarlet yeah. Witch and Quicksilver if it wasn't for well, Tony Stark being a weapons dealer. Well, count your <laughs> blessings. You're not like the, 
You count your blessings. You're not like one of my relatives who loves to wear a T-shirt that says F Joe and the guess what they used to for come on. Oh, and um, why? Now gotten Just, into the ministry. Why? <laughs> why would anybody do that kind of crap? You know, because they can. Because Jesus told. No, them I mean, Jesus. I mean, it does it fall into the category of you know owning the libs? Is that what it is? Where yes. they? No, totally, yes. totally. <laughs> It's, it, I mean, this is, this is basic in-group, out-group dynamics, star-bellied snitches versus non-star-bellied <laughs> snitches. We're the cool ones. All you idiot liberals, snowflakes, et cetera, et cetera, insert your favorite insult here. Uh, you're, you're not part of our, our special group, and, uh, and we're going to tell you about it. That's, that's, that's literally what 90% of this has become. And so it's like, it's not even fair to really call them conservatives because like their ideology isn't essentially conservative and like, are they fascist? I mean, yeah, but it's, they're not motivated by fascism. They're motivated by like a sense of grievance that like we are the good people and the rest of you are the bad people. And like, that's it. And that's all it is. It's just identity politics. 100%. They is the chosen people there. Yeah, no, it's just, I just, I don't, I don't get how it's like, how you're going to throw your complete like support and lot into it. It is, it is political fuckery under yep. the guise of being sports. You know, yeah. no. <laughs> That's it. I mean, that's probably the closest analog we have to this is like Yankees fans and Red Sox fans. Like you have no reason to act. In fact, I bet you probably you have more in common with each other, especially being baseball fans, you know, probably. Yeah. Some, I, yeah. I'm not even a huge baseball person, but I love to sit and watch baseball games. Like I, we've got uh, two minor league teams, one in Ogden here and the other one in Salt, in Salt Lake, the bees and um, the Raptors. I love going to minor league games. It's just a good time yeah. because I mean, they're, they're farm teams, but it's also just, it's fun to watch the game played on a semi-professional level. I've gone to, Absolutely. I've gone to jazz games. I'm not a sports guy, but it's fun, you know, because yeah. it's a spectacle. <laughs> yeah. And you get, you get in it with the crowd and rah, I mean, and <laughs> like, and there is something to that too. There, there is that like, I, I won't go so far as to say mob mentality, but it's like mob mentality when you're there with a bunch of people and you're all cheering and you're having a great time. And again, so that's what the I Trump mean, rallies I, are there. Yeah. No, I, I think <laughs> this goes to something that is like deeply sick in our society where we all feel very, very insecure. And so we are reaching out to each other in weird ways. Yeah. And that is like becoming fascism uh, because people are so scared. They will glom onto anything. They will glom onto QAnon. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know what that, that is. I have is... no idea what that, that thing is. I, we don't talk about that. Anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, no, sorry, I, I, no, 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 we talk no, by all means all the time. We, uh, our last channel essentially got brigaded by like the Liz Crokin fans and stands that oh, didn't fun. like us talking about her in a negative light. And so, we got mass flagged. So, <laughs> if anybody's wondering why wow. we're on a new channel, that's part of it. So, hi. Uh, more than likely, go go find us on Twitch. That's where all the fun stuff is happening. We're live right now. So, Felicia, just want to make sure you knew that. So, oh, sorry. No, no, you're fine. We were we were talking about uh, um, 
political movements as sports ball, like the equivalent of that, where it's like uh, the Trump people are essentially being the way they are because it's it's Red Sox versus Yankees, you know? I mean, I would actually, I would characterize it a little bit differently. Um, what Annie was saying about it becoming like fascism is um, more what I would say that like, like, sh- like, I just don't think sports um, have the social impact that politics does. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. in fascism, disagreement is treason. Like I, I, I went on to a, a Utah uh, telegram channel. Like it was a telegram channel for Utahns to push a, an audit of our last election. Hey, we'll be talking about that on the show tonight too. Hey. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I went on there and they have convinced themselves that most people agree with them. Um, of course. Yeah. And that they're like, that they're the real democracy. Not there's, there's no evidence that could counteract that belief because for them, anyone who doesn't agree with them must be treasonous. And therefore right. most of, and most Americans are not treasonous. Therefore most everyone agrees with them. Like, because like, like it's this, this, this pseudo democracy thing. They, they, you know, I mean, like how much, like when we look at like Nazi Germany, he talked about for the German people, right? He, he made it sound as if this was a democratic thing, but it's not like, yeah, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's not dissimilar to how like monarchies used to justify themselves as the body politics of the people. Yeah, I mean, and- there's a reason that a lot of mar- monarchists were fascists <laughs> and are. <laughs> totally. I mean, what, totally what we have agree. is I think we have a birth of like new monarchism in this country mm-hmm. is people, people Absolutely. want a king and I don't get it. You know, well, I mean, look at they like, want a strong man. I, I, I guess that's the best way to say it. Not a king. Look at so much billionaire worship amongst people, like the Elon Musk stands. They are essentially why? Why like, does anybody stand Elon Musk? He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything, but he doesn't. He doesn't have to. He essentially functions as like a monarch, as like a a personification of representation of pros- prosperity. Therefore, if Elon Musk is prosperous the people are prosperous. Like, you know, like, I mean, Kings used to use that kind of rhetoric all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, I heard people say once that, uh, Trump is a stupid person's idea of what a successful rich person is. (sighs) And that Elon Musk is a stupid person's idea of what a smart person is. And I haven't stopped laughing, laughing about that. I don't think of them as stupid people because um, first of all, like I, don't, I mean, there are very stupid people out there, but most everyone is dumb about almost everything. Like, um, <laughs> oh, that's true. Yep. I mean, what? actually, everyone is dumb about almost everything. Yeah, I, I'm Some very much that way. Some <laughs> people are experts in very little things. <laughs> so, like, we we need to be real, like, and just be like, yeah, people are pretty stupid. Like, let's. But when we make decisions democratically, (laughs) when we make decisions democratically, it actually just does work better. That's why democracy is better, is we make better decisions that way. 
we uh, the 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 consensus actually reaches more accurate conclusions. I mean, that's the whole basis in why science works it, with replication, right? Like the more that you put into it, the more correct outcomes you get. This has been studied. Um, like for instance, on who wants to be a millionaire. Uh, every time they surveyed the audience, every single time the audience got it right. Every single time it worked better than calling, like calling somebody like it worked better than eliminating two answers. <laughs> Asking the audience always fucking worked. Now we yeah. had a, uh, we had the shade out there in our chat says billionaire worship is pretty similar to Hollywood worship. In my view to some, they are living gods. I mean, yeah. Well, actually, intellectual media has a really good video on how uh, stan culture has essentially replaced religion. Like, oh wow, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have to like, watch that because interesting. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Of, it's just funny in our because constant pursuit to never have heroes. Um, David Bowie said Hitler did some good things, and he was a fascist. Like he said, he was a fascist. So. Bowie said he was a fascist. Bowie said oh, he was no. a fascist. Yep. Oh, no. At what, what point of his career did he say that, though? That I'm, I'm wondering. Know. I'm wondering. Was this during like a Ziggy Stardust phase when Probably. that's the kind of but shit like, I would expect to hear from David Bowie at that era? You know, because he was essentially trying to create a cult of personality at that point. So. Yes. Yes, he was. I'm not saying that forgives it, but I've said some horrible shit in the past, too. Hopefully my actions post that have shown me to be a different person, you know? Well, my point being, <laughs> my point being that stan culture leans into that same kind of religious... Yeah, here's the, here's the thing, guys. Like, thing. What, like what we do, yeah. don't put me on a pedestal. I'm a flawed fucking right. human being. Felicia's got foibles. Andy, Andy's a fucking saint. He oh, doesn't jeez, do yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh, I'm a fucking saint. Almost everything, like, <laughs> literally, almost everything. I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> well, it you know, but so we is see, everyone, so it's fine, right? I mean, it, it's the really playing true. field and is the, natural, and, <laughs> and the the Dunning Kruger effect like takes takes hold like that. Where like, I mean, we saw this just in the last like 48 hours. As quickly as everyone became an expert on zoo enclosures, suddenly. Everyone was an expert on safety on movie sets right. uh, at the end of this week. And it's like whenever something big comes up in the news, then suddenly everybody's got an opinion and everybody has to give out their spiciest steak. And it's like, well, hey, that's know, my business model. <laughs> I know. right? <laughs> but like, realistically, we should like take a step back and like what? wait for Is evidence and withhold judgment for a moment. Or which is hard. Listen, listen to the experts in it. You know the workers, listen to actual experts. Yup. You know the yep. people on the set who were complaining mm -hmm. about like there was a misfire before that. People <laughs> had walked off the set because of gun unsafe practices on that set already. Right. To mm -hmm. me, that goes right. oh, the experts in this have already told us that this was fucked. I, I, especially, I especially like that everybody thinks that movie sets are somehow some sort of sacred territory where nothing bad ever happens on this. Like, or that people nearly die in every movie that's made. People have died in movies that have been made. Like in the Twilight Zone movie, the helicopter thing where somebody died from that. You, you have, you had Brandon Lee die on the freaking crow 
and they use the shot in the movie. That's really fucked up, by the way. (laughs) Someone died on doing a stunt on Deadpool 2. No shit. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know know that. Yeah. Was it it Matt Damon? When he ran into the power. (laughs) Well, and and culture seems to think that like for gaming and for like for any art that worker abuse is not only justified, but necessary. The way that it's done, you know, like like, nothing turns me off from a uh, producer of video games more than me hearing about them having uh, what the the hell is it called? Crunch time where. Uh, it's mandatory like 12s or 18s to do stuff. And it's like, and oh, they do God, that that's because horrible. they don't want to take on more workers. Yeah. Because meanwhile, overtime, overtime is cheaper than more workers. Meanwhile, you got guys from like Gearbox, which they used to be a decent studio. Uh, you have EA. You have all these people that have CEOs that make Naughty Dog $400 million golden parachutes whenever they leave com- companies or $180 million bonuses that they get. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if the game sells gangbusters, the, the people that made the software just get the same amount they got for producing it to begin with. They were going to get paid anyway. Yep. Right. doesn't matter how successful it was. But yeah, That's the people who actually make the games. Yeah. And don't to, get paid for it. <laughs> and so back to your point, Felicia, about listening to experts and the people who are walking off the set like so important to pay attention to what the the union the IATSE is talking about with this systemic issue of uh, way too much work and unsafe practices happening like across the industry yeah. and when when i mean i'm getting on my liberal soapbox here but if workers unite and stand in solidarity with each other we can shut some of this shit down Hey, quit buying Kellogg products, not for the fact that they're striking, but because the scabs are probably shitting or pissing inside the cereal mix, guys. Don't. jeez. Oh, scabs are bad. <laughs> they're terrible. Scabs you are very bad. what happened when John Deere brought on scabs? Are you talking about the one where they, the guy backed the trailer into the, the, the stall and like he ended up damaging the tractor or something? Yes, like <laughs> bringing on scabs, because uh, most of the time these are not people with the same experience. They're not these skilled are workers, workers. No. They're not capable of doing these jobs. <laughs> so that's I've been playing a game this week called uh, Disco Elysium, and oh yeah, I've heard of it. And it's it's really good. It's a great game because it's it's like playing a RPG because like they just drop you in a game and like there's actual dice rolls and you actually have to have certain percent i mean that's how most games work anyway chances and stuff just usually happens in the background but this one has dice rolls that happen in the game um but it had me like trying to go against the people unionizing against like scabs coming in and i'm like man i don't know how i feel about this i mean i'm already in a bad place because i'm playing a cop (laughs) (laughs) okay it's a Uh. cop investigating a murder so i'm I'm okay figuring that out, but the thing is, like, it was a union buster that was trying to come in that got murdered by the union, and I'm like, we, we I don't want people to die, but quit trying to break fucking unions, guys. Right? So, like, something else we need to consider is who we call experts. Um, you know, I, like, in a lot of... I'm not an expert on most everything. Right. Uh, and totally fine i think for your lay person to have a take um that 
the way that we do it is a problem, but I don't think that it's wrong for people to form opinions uh, without being experts in something. Like, I think that is totally fine and probably healthy, right? It's, it shows a curiosity. It shows least. that you're paying attention, at least, that you have an opinion on something, you know? Yeah. Um, and obviously, you shouldn't be required to have any an opinion on everything. I wish, like, I, I wish I didn't have an opinion on the Brian Laundry bullshit that's going on. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> True crime like, stands are weird. <laughs> the thing is that, like, we usually, fav- when we call someone an expert, we will usually turn to, like, economists or... We will turn to, you know, movie producers, people who have a higher social rank rather than the people who are truly the experts. And that's the people doing the things. Right. Oh, so it's like turning to Jordan Peterson instead of an actual psychotherapist, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It's like uh, the workers in a grocery store are the experts in running a grocery store. Trust me. They are. And everyone who's had a shit boss or had bullshit from like upper ranks, either corporate or whatever, where it's just some bullshit that makes your job harder for no fucking reason. So somebody could say they made some change knows that the people at the top who are making all the money aren't the fucking experts in what works and what gets the job done. They're the they, they're just not the workers are the experts in what they're doing. Um, now that like I'm we- management, <laughs> I see this completely. I enable my people to do the best they possibly can do and right. have their back on everything. Because guess what they do? They make my job easy. <laughs> yep. Yep. If you take care of your employees as a manager, you're living on easy street, you know. But if you're going like- to be an asshole and you're going to be the guy that squashes any kind of dissent and acts all authoritarian and like you're above them. You're going to have a bad time. Right. <laughs> Candy like, displays are just going to end up missing. They're just going to disappear into parts of the store that no one will ever find them again. Not saying anything else beyond that. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just saying like, we like, we'll sit there and talk like fucking Pete Buttigieg was treated as more of an expert in grocery stores when he was working for that one evil company. You know, the oh, one. McKinsey Consulting. Yeah. He them? was treated yeah. an expert in grocery stores. He's never worked in a grocery store. He does not know what sells. He doesn't know how to set up the store. He doesn't know what works. He doesn't have a shelf. What he did product. know <laughs> was that he could manipulate markets. But that wasn't that that had no bearing on what was actually successful to run a grocery store. Or how about right? Mitt Romney talking about how uh, you know, God, his his idea of economics just is astounding to me. Uh, it, go find him on Twitter this week because he was talking about how uh, if you spend a dollar like every second or something like that, it'll be like to pay for the three point five trillion economic plan that Biden wants to push oh, through. Jeez, uh, it's it's coming up in the regular show. I'm going to talk about it because Mister I love hot dog meat should not talk about money saving money or you know rescuing economies because that man killed Toys R Us. Yes, <laughs> I mean. Toys R Us deserved to die because I worked for them for a whole two days and I walked (laughs) off because I'm like, you're going to pay me seven bucks an hour for this much work. No, thanks. No. Okay. (sighs) But the reason they're only paying you seven bucks an hour is because there's a vulture capitalist who is like sucking all the profit out of it and forcing them to reduce labor costs, putting all the junk and all the, 
all the all the debts onto this company. They just sh- right. shoved the debts for that they got from Bain Capital onto this company, and they're like, "Oh, we're going to kill that company, so therefore our debts are gone." Yep. Oh, I hated working for them because it was like yeah. it was way too easy to see how easy it would be to walk off. If you with spend like, a dollar a minute, it's something like it, that. It's ninety eight thousand years. <laughs> For three point five trillion dollars, I just did the math real fast. Yeah, and everybody was everybody yeah. was giving them a real hard time. Then thousand years. Be like, hey man, that's like thirty five billion or three hundred fifty billion over ten years, and we spend twice that much just on defense. You know, yeah. Can't we right. help out the uh, the humans that make up the country that aren't defense contractors? Can we? Can we please help the citizenry? Can we? Can we please open the coffers to the people that, you know, make the money for the government? (laughs) 98,000 years. And, you know, Mitt Romney saying, hey, we got to do something about climate change. Here's a bill that might actually make an actual dent in climate change. He's like, nope. Nope. Can't do that. No, that's because that's communism. Yeah. Well, he favors, he he does that thing like, we need to do something about climate change. And by we, he means you. And by you, he means recycle. Which, uh, Andy, you might, uh, you might, you might have more to say as as being, not representing your, your, the people that you're with. I'm just saying uh, with the work that you've done, do individuals honestly make that much of a difference when it comes to climate change hey there's podcat orzo hey hey orzo okay so here here's my take we can so what i work for the sierra club so i've I've worked for them for about 10 years and i do not speak for them on this point there you go this is my opinion only (laughs) but that is my background and um like here's the deal when it comes to climate change unless you are one of these billionaires your individual choices do not amount to so much that they are drastic that it's drastically going to affect our greenhouse gas emissions enough it's just not so yeah, it's yeah just, unless it, you're one of these very rich people like mm-hmm. who whose carbon footprint is astronomical (laughs) these people will take a plane across la to avoid traffic astronomical their water usage for their huge fucking lawns is insane they're fucking yachts they're Mm -hmm. yachts yeah Mm -hmm. they can make individual choices that would drastically reduce like that would actually like drastically reduce their carbon footprint and would have an impact an actual impact but your average See, person. I'm not yeah. doing this to shit on anybody in particular, like uh, any kind of group in particular. No, nevertheless, the people that are believers in this group, but there's a certain religiously affiliated organization in this state that when we were told this year that we need to cut back on water, still had their lawns watering every single day. I could, <laughs> it's like I could measure who was a good person in my neighborhood by the color of their lawn. <laughs> by the way, oh, wow. in my neighborhood it was most people. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. So, make make all the choices that you want to make. If you can, if you find yourself able to buy a Prius or a Tesla, go for it. More power to you. Like Next put year. on a sweater, Turn your thermostat down a little bit if you can do that. If you can but, do that, not yeah, everyone. You can, not everyone. Not can every, do that. 
I was gonna say jokes on you. I'm actually a walrus, so my house is gonna be at fifty-eight. And then I spend all winter under a heated blanket. He's gonna put you (laughs) under early menopause. God damn it! (laughs) It's so cold. So you, but your individual choices are not going to make as much a difference. And there was a really interesting study, like uh, I think it was like seven years ago. Now they they tested some messaging in Britain asking people to conserve by telling them, hey, the ice caps are melting. It's going to kill polar bears and everything. And they found (laughs) that actually trying to drive individuals to change their own behavior by guilting them and scaring them about climate change made them consume more. People just got panicked. I I can totally see that. Not because they were callous. Or uncaring, yeah. but because when you scare people, they're going to try to comfort themselves. Exactly. And, and, and when they try to comfort themselves, they're more likely to turn up the heat or do things that make them feel good, like maybe eat more meat or something like that. Right. Yep. Like, Bring on the ice cream. Yep. Yeah. 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 How many like, times have I looked at that Q-tips package and it says "Don't insert into ear canal," and I'm like, "Fuck you! I'm just going to do it anyway." <laughs> <laughs> My ear gets itchy. <laughs> Uh, hey, there's some good wax in there. I need to get it out. Just the feeling. <laughs> I know how this works. Uh, but like, yeah. Like no, you tell me I'm start. sinning. I'm going to do it even harder. You know? Like, this is, this, you know, I've got somebody telling me that like on Twitter right now that you can psychologically control your responses to things. And that's just not fucking true. Mm. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. My, what? my certain brand of philosophy is, uh, no, you can't. <laughs> Your your uh, your thought of free will is just a an afterthought to what your body was going to do anyway. <laughs> that's see, like it's post hoc like, rationalization is all it is. <laughs> I'm like I'm like you, you uh, I you don't have free will, but like practically you have you the do. feeling not, that you not do. Like, <laughs> not like no, like in a practical sense, you do. Like in a, we should just treat you as if like we should behave as if people do have free will yeah. to an extent. <laughs> i mean but, yeah depending on depending on it, free will is all dependent on like the scale of the microscope you're looking at things you know yeah. when it so comes like, to my, when it comes opinion. to pale blue dot levels of you know free will the planet's gonna eventually die anyway yeah <laughs> so nothing but, we're gonna do is gonna do anything about it but, but like yeah. even even if people do have free will um they're People are already using a lot of energy to get through their days and to try and make the right decisions just, you know, in in a really complex world as it is. And when you scare people and you, you you know, like, obviously there is a, there does come a point where fear is necessary if there's a real threat, you know, but if you, if we talk about what will actually work, um, People can utilize that more and, and people don't always have the time and the energy to think about every single thing they're doing. In fact, nobody has the time. Right. Right. And, and so we, like, we should educate people and we should encourage good stewardship over whatever you're in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Good decision-making. But when we're really talking about something as complex as climate change, we need to focus on system level actors. And so like, for both of you, it's like it's so much easier to just tell Rocky Mountain Power, hey, <laughs> shut down your coal plants, replace them with clean energy, 
and start ramping down your gas plants Mm -hmm. to replace them with clean energy as well. So that like somewhere around 2035, 2040, you're at 100% clean energy. Hey, Utah's got a lot of open space that's not being used by anything. And it's always windy and pretty much always sunny here. (laughs) We are. Yeah. And and y'all get canyon winds coming out of the oh, boy, all the canyons. Oh, yeah. yeah. You live in Ogden. So you get the you get the canyon winds uh-huh. <laughs> driving down driving down 89 in the morning. When oh, the yeah. Canyons are coming. It, I have watched it like take semis and just go. Ooh, and I know they've tipped there. I know they have, but I've watched it get like terrifyingly close. I haven't seen a tip. <laughs> Yeah, it, like, never, it never fails. I watched you... it. I watched it. Like I felt it push my car. Like it's <laughs> strong. Way. It never, never <laughs> fails. That section of Ogden, like you get, you, you hit the very edge of that little rock wall the, by the quarry there. Yep. And, and all of a sudden, just poof, just starts blowing on your car. <laughs> Only in the mornings, ben, evenings, is it really bad? Uh, been right. there, done that. Huh. And I'm gonna drop another truth bomb on this too. Oh, like fine. Rocky Mountain Power will be like, oh, but we can't do that. That's so hard. That's but then that's Pacific so, there's like Core, a whole plug involved. Oh gosh. <laughs> Pacific Core, <laughs> their parent company, is telling and the local branch of Pacific Core in eastern Oregon is like, oh yeah, fine, we're good with that. We're a green utility, we're doing all of those things, but then the Utah branch, they're like, eh, I think we should keep burning coal. You know, well, not not like you have the worst air quality in the world sometimes right. here. Well, you know. well, and Utah refuses to, like, one of our biggest problems for air quality is cars, um, because it's so fucking expensive to live anywhere near where jobs are. Pay is bad <laughs> here. Um, Mass transit? So are out. you kidding and me? our public transport is a fucking joke. and then what they will do is they will reduce the times that like you can use public transport like its availability reduce its stops and then raise its (laughs) fucking prices and say we're just not getting enough revenue you know how much it costs to take front runner from like where i live here in clearfield to salt lake it's like nine bucks to, to to ride a train from here to like like 20 miles it's expensive. It's ridiculous. Wow. And it drops you off in the middle of goddamn nowhere, nowhere. Salt Lake. You, you know? still have to you still have to find other transport to get to anywhere. It takes you twice as long. Like <laughs> Yeah, and, Ben Ben uh, Winslow then, did a thing about that one where he <laughs> My my little shit old town has a city bus. Oh, we have buses. But they, they don't suck. go very many uh, places. For <laughs> me to take the bus to get to work when I worked in Salt Lake, I would have had to drive my car still to, to a station <laughs> where a bus stop was because there's no bus stops near where I am, not not within walking distance. And then the bus would have to like then I would have to take the bus to another transport to take it to Salt Lake to then walk to another place to get on another bus. It would have taken me four hours by their calculations that's too many steps and it's still like five bucks to ride the bus yeah round trip (laughs) yeah it hasn't cost cost anything in los angeles public transportation has been free since last march well that's because you live in a communist hellhole that is california (laughs) and and oregon and we love it except i 
I saw this movie once where there was a bus in LA that had a bomb on it. And <laughs> and it hey, I heard this, about that one. Okay. Did it you guys was, hear about anyway. the, the, the one that happened in San Diego this week? I don't know if you guys caught the news on that one, but there was a guy that claimed that there was a bomb in a, this stolen car that he was driving and he couldn't go over 10 miles an hour. Otherwise it would blow up. No, <laughs> it happened this week and the, the car never went over 10 miles an hour. That's that's fucking slow, man. And guess That's what the cops wild. guess what the cops still did to get it to stop? It was an hour of a slow speed chase. Spike strip? They still used spike strips on a 10 mile per hour car. Wow. <laughs> like you can ride on rims for 10 miles an hour. Why didn't they just come in front of it and stop? I was just gonna say for ten miles per hour, they could have just followed it till it ran out of gas. I mean, that's a that's a decent jog to get in front of it. Or or, or, or just run run up beside it, punch out the window. Well, or it just seems like you could get a couple cruisers and like get in front of it, in front of it, and just and then and then slow down. Yeah, yeah, but then the paint their paint would get scratched and they'd get all oh, upset yeah. about that yeah, because they, we're cops and we need to have good looking cars oh, with our blue lives matter and if they stickers got bumped and- by the 10 mile per hour car in their reinforced cars one of them definitely would have had a very serious injury no, that they're, they're, for some reason couldn't get diagnosed that and thin blue line sticker would get all smudged and they'd get all upset about that because that's not a gang symbol or anything violenced no. against <laughs> Violent, you know, in this day and age when police are being attacked by this, it, oh man, I, I've been watching, I've watched a lot of auditing videos recently, and one of the excuses the cops always use is like, you know, there's a lot of people attacking cops right now. They're like, is there though? Is there? <laughs> like, and and on top of that, it's well, like your it's behavior crazy. as a police force, even I'm not saying it's warranted. Because I can't say that on a live stream. <laughs> uh, you know what the number one cause of death for active duty police officers last year was? Diabetes. Heart? Oh, it was COVID. It was COVID. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah sorry, <laughs> well, and then like, yeah. Yeah, like most on duty deaths are like heart attacks outside of COVID. Oh, good right? lord! Yeah. And the fact that like like uh, Jay Inslee of Washington said like, "Hey, you guys are getting federal funding for the for like what your job is." So. uh uh, get the vaccine or get the hell out. Up oh, yeah. State. Yeah. There was a state. There was a state cop in Washington that made a that made a, a video. I watched that, that video. That he was that he was crying. He's tearing up. He was yeah, doing his fuck. end of watch video at the end of his last work day, and he's talking and, about and it over that, his PA. And, and like woman, you know, dispatcher come on her and said, "Oh, you're so blessed." On the first day of your job, you helped deliver a child. Blah blah. And she was obviously yeah. reading from a script. Yeah. Oof. There was another one I saw where where the cop was the cop was doing his thing on the the radio and come to find out the dispatcher was his wife and so she was saying all sorts of nice yeah. stuff about him oh, too. Geez. And so they they all wow. hang on they all went to the state the state capitol and they this dropped off like their boots like on the front yes, of the of the place. Boots. And all the 10 minutes later all of the boots were collected and given to a mutual <laughs> aid. mutual aid group. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking anarchists were like, all right. Ah, we can use those. Do you want to know how many, how many boots it was? Like 17 pair. pairs or something like oh. that. It was the, the reporter who, who put, reported on it said it came out to 
20. Oh, no. It was four firefighters and 16 cops. And the thing that pissed me off Uh-oh. the most is like, like over the weekend, they, they decided to hold like a soup kitchen thing, like in front of the yes. state capitol. And I'm like, hang on a minute. Last time somebody tried doing something like that and they weren't cops. You guys shut it down and like poured bleach in their food because you can't feed the homeless without having all of this Permit. magical permits that you have. And yeah. somebody tried defending yeah. it saying like, well, you know, to get a permit, all you have to do is like just call and ask. No, for you the- have to pay. You have to pay money. You have to go through the approval process. You have to have health inspections. You have to basically have open to have a food small handlers. business. And these you have it's not it's not <laughs> hey can we do this yeah you're good it's not it's not like that and the cops and firefighters doling out food were doing it without masks doing it without uh-huh. gloves on and then stuff and I'm just like I'm like hey yeah. nice for you guys to become the mass spreader event to try to <laughs> get yeah. to an incredibly vulnerable population <sighs> they don't care they yeah. they don't care about the and also at all. They all it is was a, just a place for them and- to take pictures that's all it was. They could have done that when they were cops. There was no rule. That, that'd like, be sending than, out some mixed signals. Other than they would shut themselves down and piss on their own food. Uh, that sends out mixed signals. <laughs> hey, we're going to come and tear up your encampment, but we're also going to feed you at the same time. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're going to destroy well, any worldly possession that you have, but we're going to give you a sandwich while doing so. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. If I was a cop, I wouldn't eat anything that I didn't, I didn't prepare. Well, I mean, hey, at least that, at least they're you not like the ones in Los Angeles who are beating up the um, protesters who who are were going who were being, uh, oh my shall hell. we say, what? having a distasteful encounter with Andy Yo and his and his Proud Boy pals. Yeah, I, I thought I th- the the uh, the videos that came out of uh, I can't remember what city it was. It was uh, oh. was it M- Milwaukee, I think, or. It was where like the George Floyd protest like originated. I can't remember what city it was. Yeah, Milwaukee. And uh, the cops no, was, in an unmarked uh, van. Minneapolis? Minneapolis. There you go. Oh, yeah. In an unmarked unmarked van started shooting 40 millimeter fucking soft foam rounds at people. That fucking did. Yeah, soft. I seen that. That was bullshit. Soft, yes. Soft, soft you know, still with the power. Like of soft a, like a, a soft ball. Yeah. To the head. <laughs> And so they're doing this out of not announcing themselves as police in a van that doesn't say police. And it sounds like gunshots. And so some guy returned fire (laughs) because stand your ground, you know, that you should be able to defend yourself. I mean, I don't see the cops. The cops made it returning fire, but that seemed like a reasonable time to return fire. And so like they they tried to get him on like 13 different counts. The person that that fired back. Well, and apparently he wasn't they didn't want to release. They, of course, they don't want to release the uh, the body cams that these people were wearing because they seem to think that they can wear those with impunity still. Oh yeah, they wear. Yeah, they. I mean, how often? Hey guys, they, they, cops. They'll, they'll hold on to body cam footage for years because most of the time people just forget. They'll they'll put it in the wrong place. They'll give it the wrong name. It'll accidentally get deleted. They, they can mute their body cams guys they should they not be able to do that off. they can turn them it should off. be rolling from the moment they put it on <laughs> until the end of their day it's like oh and no yes it should follow them into the bathroom yeah guess what guys i've i've ran marathons with a gopro on my head guess what you never saw my junk because i didn't need to like 
full head pan down to see what's going on down there. You know, you didn't have to like arch your back. <laughs> like, like, mm. <laughs> I don't think you can bend Personally, that far. I think that you don't get to uh, have your pee unheard or your bad shits unheard if you are going to be an agent of the state permitted to do violence. Sorry. Hot take. Hot take. Hey, Hot take. that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. We are going to hear your bad shits. I'll start a YouTube. Your I'll start a YouTube. That should be a requirement. Hot, hot cop shits. <laughs> <laughs> So, there's an audience. Get, there's an you audience. You don't get that dignity. <laughs> you are an agent of the state permitted to enact, like, to do violence. Oh, and it's we funny. It's funny to me. Hoops. And I'm not. I'm not trying to do this as like shit on cops this whole hour, but it's real easy to do. Uh, but <laughs> oh, the wow. fact that, like, when someone's talking about how a cop, when a citizen is talking to a cop, and they they don't have the right to arrest you, and they're like, "You're doing violence against me," and the cop's like, "I haven't hurt right. you." Like, no, you're kidnapping me. <laughs> you know? That's what it is. Every arrest is violence. Now, we can argue that some arrests are justified. Yeah. Um, and I, you know what? I would even say that in our current system, sometimes they're necessary in that we, the entire system is bad. Um, and that sometimes people need to be detained for certain reasons. Um, however, every arrest is violence. It is kidnapping. It is bondage. It is holding you Every against your Every arrest is violence. Taking you yeah, away sure. from your property and your life to put you in a cell. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. just putting you in handcuffs is violence. But you'd say that to people and they're like, that's not violence. And it's like, yes, it is. Because we as Why, Americans if, if have a weird. Else did it, you would clearly recognize that as violence. We have a weird definition of what violence is as Americans. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like it Wonderful. is. And violation of what our rights are that like, <laughs> oh, you know, you get get detained and taken to an undisclosed location for eight hours and then released with no charges. Boy, oh, that's boy. fine. But that's tell fine. me to wear a mask, then yeah. how dare you? Boy, do I hate the fact that we are a stop and ID state. I, I hate that. That's so disgusting. Much, you know, well, come no, on. But, but come Mormons, on, <laughs> let's be real. The Mormon church has always been pretty fash. <laughs> like, that's kind of what it's always Ooh. been. There was a Are time. There was a Mormon time. If you don't like that, I'm sorry. There was a time so, when they had a very progressive bent to their, their beliefs. Did and they? then sometime in like the <laughs> 40s and the 50s, they decided to become this paragon of conservatism. Where? What are you talking about? Progressive bent? No. Like, what are you? I, I'm, I don't know what you're referring to. Okay, so it wasn't until like they decided to do the whole clean shaved, you know, have to wear like the white shirts everywhere. It when but when they started putting on this air of like we are the we are like what the American way should be, you know. Beside them being like a peculiar people kind of thing. But, I mean, uh, it, they, I, I don't I don't want to talk about it too much because I honestly okay. don't have the shit in front well, of me, like, but. Okay. There was a like, there was a I time. Can. Okay, I'm talking about this. I so so for for those who don't know, I I was up until I mean somewhat recently uh, active LDS Mormon. Oh, and, well, okay. I was trying uh, to be nice. Yeah, and fuck them. So, you know? No, no, no. But no, no, no. It's fine. I'm I'm not like. I, but I completely agree with you that there is a lot that is super fash within the church, and it does go back to the 1950s 
and Ezra Taft Benson. That's who, the guy. I was thinking he was that's the, what it was. He was the, the president, the prophet of the Mormon church through the 80s, uh, through most of the 80s and, and the early 90s. And he was the secretary of agriculture under Dwight D. Eisenhower. But like even back then, he was like seen as super radical. He was totally into the John Birch Society. Oh, and oh, he, oh of course. That's what it yeah. is. We've got, a, we've got a billboard down my street from the John Birch Society that says protect the Republic up. And I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and and so <laughs> literally not. This isn't me characterizing it as fash. John Birch is fash. <laughs> See, and I thought it was bad yeah. when I saw the billboard from the Epic, the Epic Times, like by Hill Air Force oh, Base. Oh, my gosh. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? But you have a John Birch Society billboard. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I'll take a yeah. picture of it. Wow, this days. place is, this state is wild, man. <laughs> okay, but, but saying that they leaned into that style of like American fascism is not, yeah. does not mean that they were ever progressive or that there wasn't. Hmm, <laughs> well, let's be real. I mean, they were like a weird sex cult who <laughs> yeah. wanted to, who also wanted to have collective agriculture, which is like a weird mix if you think about it. And like, really. while also at the same time trying to control the press, you know? uh, that too. So, I <laughs> and mean, when, towns that like, they decide to migrate to. <laughs> common, yeah. Okay, but common like possession of agriculture is not something that is like not. Like the like fash can can have that. Does that make sense? Like, oh, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. But like, yeah. even so, early, early, a lot. And it's not of, like, like the women ever had a say. And it's 100%. not like it was ever democratically <laughs> controlled with by the Mormons. Mm-mm. It Mm-mm. was always controlled by the top, but it was considered collectively owned. Right. Right. So, yeah. do you all remember ZCMI? Uh-huh. Zion the conglomerate C, mercantile uh, industries or but before it was conglomerate it yeah. was collective oh Zion's okay. collective well, mercantile industry they they had they took that okay this is just the right using leftist yeah. values because they're so appealing it's it, it yeah, but, back when the church started I, because people did want that sense of community uh, a, a sense of more control in their life i mean that's fucking why the nazis called themselves socialists i mean but like, can we this can wasn't we, can i please get the old church back where they own breweries and stuff the, uh, those, no, those were violent traits though they were and that um, although they were cool with prostitution, sort of, kind of. For a can, while. I mean, can we get back to when Joseph, not Joseph Smith, uh, Brigham Young's son was a drag performer? Could have been trans for all we know. Well, <laughs> yeah, there is a very interesting counterculture history for the entire state of yeah, Utah. Yeah, uh, for people wondering, look that one up if you want to. It's Madame Paterini or uh, Petrini. Very interesting. It yes. is fascinating because they were, no, or she was known everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. like. At the time, <laughs> yeah, she was out. Um, that was wild. Well, and, we have a yeah, gin. We have a gin that's brewed here that's fantastic too. So, <laughs> if you like uh, gin, I'm just saying. Utah, yeah. just Utah has this. Uh, for every every time that, like, for all that the Mormons have tried social control, there has always been an ongoing counterculture. That's, that's like why no. this show exists. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, okay, so when we first started, we're like, we're atheists in Utah, but also it's also a very much a 
We're so that's so there's an, a, a delicious counterculture that yeah. exists in this state because we have such a iron fisted rule from like the, those corporate buildings in Salt Lake and Utah County. You know, it's yeah, damn right. Utah Outcast was never just we're atheists. Yeah, it was always like in so many ways. Oh God, that's the mo- that's the are- least most interesting thing about me, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean, from the start of the show, we were like, no, in so many ways, we're outcasts from for Utah. Like, yeah, can we t- what? can we talk about? Um- Sorry, Andy, Mad you were going to say something, though. Can we talk about Mad No, Max? no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm with y'all. I'm just, yeah. I, yeah, you're an actual I, I, outcast. You, you've been cast out of the state. That's true. I, I'm not allowed back in. I, I left in, in 2005 and have fled to Texas. But, I've got some unpaid no. parking tickets. I can't come and stay. I, I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, do you want to feel old tonight? Because she'll do that sometimes. Oh. <laughs> That was my first year of grad school. So anyway, that was when I. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut off to a break here in a second, but I'm gonna let Andy have the last word here. So go ahead. Oh no, I I mean, but Mormonism is fascinating, and it has gotten super fash. And the more that it, uh, that it embraces corporate culture, I mean the the Mormon Church that I thought that I loved growing up has been replaced by essentially a giant venture capital firm. There's a reason MLMs are so and Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, you know, there, there's part of me that still like has some love for like the, the ideas of Jesus Christ and like being kind to people. And I still try to live my life by those tenets, but like that, that does not exist in, in most LDS of what culture. I see the current yeah. LDS church doing. So, yeah. And I, I especially love having the, uh, uh, my, my mother-in-law comes over on Saturday mornings generally because it's lacrosse time and the, the, she comes over to go to the games. And so that's the times where I snipe her with some stuff that's going on. I want to talk about theology with her. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. As someone who grew up here in Utah, not Mormon, I've never seen that church. I've never experienced that church you're describing. Mm -hmm. It has never been this kind, loving place. It has always been aggressive. It has always been um, like controlling and dehumanizing. It is. It it has always been cruel. In my in my experience. I don't think I have never seen that church. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And Felicia, you send it, you sending me this goddamn link, and I've seen this before. Hang on, this is Jeff Bezos's laugh at his most billionaire. No, no, I, I I was playing the one where he was like generally like laughing like Lex Luthor when he was yeah. controlling the robot hands. And so, so this whole one is just one minute. It's a perfect one to end on. Yeah. So let me, uh, let me move us over here and like, ah, shit, I got, forgot to set up. The yeah. This is Jeff capture. Bezos. Evil laugh. Look, he had hair. <laughs> it's amazing. He's evil bald now. He's right. not just regular bald. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to let this play. He's <laughs> on dot com. Look tiny. <laughs> okay, it's a pretty normal laugh so far. Okay. 
I mean, I'm kind of annoyed that they do the the in the hall of the mountain king in the background while it's. What? I think it's perfect. I mean, it's great, but I want to hear the laugh. But they needed to mix it down a little bit. You know? Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's ever been that funny to me. That's the one. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Everything's funnier when you have a hundred and eighty billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I could literally murder you and get away with it. <laughs> fucking robot arms that he's doing, Jeff. That guy is going to strangle Spider Man. Like, <laughs> <sighs> okay guys we're gonna go to, that, that's it for the live stream we're gonna take a little bit of a break and when we come back we're gonna get to the actual show andy it's been good having you along hopefully you're you're willing to stick around for a little bit more punishment so absolutely all right so guys we're gonna we're gonna go off to our first like little 10 minute break and when we come back we're gonna actually record the show twitch people stick around and uh enjoy this uh nice little hold music while we're away be right back guys okay. 